0: Um, goes. But yeah, welcome to the first episode of The Rise of Tiamat. Um, Yep. Everybody's playing their same characters except for uh, Joey, who we will meet his new character later. Um, But just as a quick recap, you all finished up. Skyreach Castle in the last session uh, took out all of the well, it either took out or chased away all of the Cult of the Dragon's forces on the castle. Made a deal with Blagofgar. Blagofgus, that was his name. Jesus, it's been so long since I've already forgotten these people's names. Um, the storm giant piloting the castle to take y'all to Waterdeep after Tepin received a message from an agent of the Harpers directly into his head saying, um, we kind of need y'all back here and yeah that's that's kind of where we're at i'm gonna go close the door real quick all right sorry about that that was the sick child making sure he didn't need medicine any questions up to this point Logistics, I know this is a new game. Um, I told half of y'all before he got in, I was able to import Ekamon, Rolo, and Vinzer, but I'm cheap, and I didn't want to pay Roll20 to import the rest of the people, so... Not a big deal for Rombor, since he's re-leveling. Not a big deal for Booties since he's new. Um, but... Keith, if anything, looks off on Barond. Um, I did... I have, like, a PDF of your character sheet from the other game. I can send that to you, and if you want to double check me I, I tried to just drag and drop most of the stuff com- from the compendium to make your thing um but yeah so any any questions at this point i think we ended with you all having about a week's flight from where you were let's they even have a handy dandy sword coast map that i can now bring you all to and you all, if I remember correctly, do not see the words on this map, right?
1: Correct.
0: Okay. Great. Um, nice.
2: Bless you. Excuse
0: me. So we'll throw that there. No. No.
3: Go Parnasty.
0: Yeah, Parnasty is where the castle was. There we go. Um. So you all were flying from blue, that's interesting, right there. Um, any questions thus far?
3: Where's, where's there?
0: Uh, towards Waterdeep. I drew a big black line on the map that I thought I brought y'all to, yeah. Uh, not everyone. I don't see it. Oh, it's on the GM layer, because I'm an idiot. That's a big fat black line. Yes. That's interesting. Okay. Huh. Anyway. Oh. Oh, we don't undo multiple things. That's also really good to know. Okay. What happens if I just... Oh, yeah. There we go. We're not filling it in. There we go. Now we're flying.
3: Hey.
0: All right. So, yeah. I'd say probably three days into your journey, we're going to go ahead and play some D&D since it has been so long. Everybody... Um, make me a perception check and Joey, if you just want to roll a d20 since you're technically still teppin, uh, I think you get it at advantage and then it's not, not going to be a terribly hard DC to do. Ekamon did not see it, though. Or feel it. What's happening?
1: Why are we all wasting our not a twenty,
3: a twenty, a twenty, lovin'. Well the second one was supposed to be bare, but for some reason it showed up as on!" It right uh,
0: is probably a thing. Uh la 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 la, la new compendium, dark blah, blah blah blah, text, dice options. Nope, don't care about that. Text chat.
3: Yeah, it's showed up as Necumon. and then for some reason it rolled it as advanted.
0: We'll play around with the character sheets later. Um, we'll just yeah. take the first one. Not that worried about it. Uh, it's somewhere there's a way for me to do things, but I don't remember where that is right now, and I'm not going to hunt through the roll 20 settings. Um, regardless, it was like DC5, so everybody except Ekamon, who is mighty confused. Um, as you're kind of flying, you just feel this pulse of energy coming from somewhere. And there's a low kind of rumbling sound. And then that's it. And you notice that immediately after this kind of low pulse, everything around, all of the nature, um, birds that are flying that normally kind of chirp as you all pass through the clouds and all that fun stuff, just go silent. And there is just an eerie silence And as let's look here Rombor and Behrend and Rolo kind of take in this energy and look out over the edge of the parapet that you all are kind of standing on um, as you fly you see that not only have the birds stopped any kind of sound that they're usually you know make as a part of their flying but they scatter So any kind of flight formations that they have, they scatter as if a predator is incoming. Rombo, did you eat the Brussels
1: sprout dinner? Hmm.
0: You just (laughs) fired. Scatter. And so as you all. Of take in this weird phenomenon because none of you have experienced anything like this to this point. <coughs> A black raven flies up and lands right in front of Tepin. What do you do, Tepin?
2: Uh, do I notice anything besides the fact that it landed in front of me? Mean anything about it that looks like not natural? Um.
0: I mean, it looks pretty natural. It has a kind of flat parcel wrapped in oilskin strapped to its belly. Um, And the only other thing that's kind of weird about it that you would notice is that it it lands and it just stares at you. Like, it's not not acting as though a wild bird that has accidentally landed next to a large cat would.
2: Repeat that again. It has a flat parcel.
0: Wrapped in oilskin strapped to its belly.
2: Wrapped in oil skin. What is an oil skin? Um like a thing that you keep oil in?
0: No, it's more like a like wax paper. Something that would keep contents dry from exterior moisture.
2: Oh, okay,
3: okay. uh says no to Baroque. Uh,
0: Did you say Ekamon says hello?
3: No, he says no to Barovia. Oh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> I am considering... Does that look like... Would I know if that's like a something that may carry like a message, or is this something that could be like carrying anything? No idea. Hello! Is... What? Hi! Was that the bird? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs>
0: Lysander Erlenthar sends his heartiest congratulations. Please use the gift that I carry to meet me in Waterdeep as soon as possible. So just
2: grab it out of the pouch or
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm an animal messenger. Do
2: what you want with me. Uh, but don't eat me. Uh, okay. I'm going to take the thing off of the bird. All right?
0: And you open it up. Um, and you see a scroll um, roll Arcana for me um, I
2: have a different character sheet, do you want me to just do a d20? yeah, just do
0: a d20 Jesus, okay, uh, I mean you recognize it, you know, you've been out and about for a while now, this is pretty clearly a scroll of teleportation, um really? and you would know that scrolls of such a nature have to have specific sigils for the destination marked on the scroll, um so this is a scroll that when used will take you to a specific place that you don't know at this point
2: okay um i want to just grab a scrap of whatever i have rations feed it to the bird bread or something (gasps) thank you
0: and he just kind of flies off
2: anybody recognize this sigil just show the party
0: uh, anybody who wants to try and take a guess can roll Arcana for me.
2: <laughs> is the symbol like the symbol for a location? Is that typically some sort of uh, glyph, or is it like a language?
0: A glyph. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a series of glyphs. It's yeah. not just one. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And it's like. In my mind, I have, like, a a transmutation circle from Fulano Alchemist, if anybody has that. And, like, within the circle is a set of glyphs that denote where you're trying to go. Damn. Okay. Um, It's from the great land of, I don't know, (laughs) Waterdeep.
2: (laughs) Is that what it is? It is Waterdeep? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Between Rollo and Barond, they both would kind of recognize the the symbology is denoting water deep in the ancient well, language.
2: That's pretty convenient. Uh, here. I'm going to hand it to whoever the most magical person in the room is. Probably uh, that would be Rolo. Yep. Be Rolo. <laughs> that's funny. I was <laughs> going
0: to say, yeah. <laughs> call wait, wait. Do we just call Rolo magical? <laughs>
3: yeah, the the 20 arcana. Yeah, absolutely. Have yeah. everybody
0: deep wise <laughs> wise
2: man. Um, I would definitely hand it to Brent. That
1: yeah. I slowly reach out for it and, and when someone slaps my hand and no <laughs>
0: I'm gonna snatch it at you, like,
1: jokingly pointing at
0: him. You should, like, <laughs> smack his hand with a mage hand as you're grabbing the scroll with your hand hands. <laughs> My mage hand's just wagging its finger at him. <laughs> no, no.
3: <laughs> Which finger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, it's flipping him off while it's doing it. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Alright. So yeah, now you have a scroll of teleportation that can take you the majority of the way to Waterdeep, which, after thinking about it, is probably for the best because the citizenry of Waterdeep would probably have a bunch of panic attacks if they see a flying castle approaching from the east.
3: Boulder's gate to a giant brain? Where did that come
0: from? All right, what are y'all gonna do? I have to do anything special to use the scroll to do the thing? Uh, I believe scroll 5e. Who can use scroll 5e? Two kinds of magic scrolls. Blah, blah, blah. Anyone can use other scrolls, but spell scrolls can be used by class. You can use it. Okay. So that's great. Um. Go. If this spell's on your class list, we know it is. You can cast spell of that level, regardless if you actually know any spells of that level, then you succeed. If the spell's a higher level, then you have to make a DC 10 plus the spells level. Okay. okay. That's fine. So does spell uh, teleport? It's level five. Okay. It's check. It's level seven. Can I just
3: we'll
2: take a for that? circle?
0: What'd you say? What that, Joey?
2: Can I cast guidance on him for that? Or is that a, yeah? not a Yeah. Okay? Yeah, you can
0: guidance. Baron can guidance. We oh, got we've got, got we people
2: call here,
0: Yeah. Well Baron can guidance. Oh, okay. Um for her? Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> my uh my chat was still on the twenty for Arcana and I was like, and Rolo casts. No, I'm kidding. Um Yeah, so if you want Print, then you can make a spell attack roll or arcana, whichever is higher for you uh, the question is can you do that just by clicking spell attack at the top of the thing image you have to do a uh, spell attack roll we'll say okay just roll they're d both, yeah I'll say they're both eight yeah so roll a d- d20 and eight. eight yeah okay and you, you don't even need the guidance, but you can add D4 to that if you want. Sure, I guess, if it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we get there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'll just go ahead and roll that for you. Just for funsies, you end up with a 26, which certainly is strong enough for you to cast Teleport. Um, so you begin kind of reading the language on the scroll. Um, hovering your hands over it, channeling your arcane energy into it. And as the ink on the scroll kind of lights up, and you feel a hum and see a circle kind of project from the scroll onto the ground and circle the entire party, um, yeah, you all do the thing and teleport. And end up in the. Oh, damn it, my. Waterdeep map is gone. Oh well, actually, it probably is in my assets, assets. Waterdeep map, okay. I'm gonna make a quick page. Get on there. And we're on GM layer. Y'all get to come behind the curtain and watch as I take this tiny little pixel of an image and turn it into a map. Burp. Burp. Good enough. You'll end up at the yawning portal. Um in kind of an abandoned room that well, I made the background brown. That's interesting. Let's rename you to Waterdeep. And as you enter the room, you see um, just another one of the weird abandoned rooms, kind of like what you found Echamon in um, way, way, way back when. Um, Back in familiar territory, back in civilization, you all feel pretty good about that. And within the room, as you all kind of phase into the room, you see Lius and Erlenthar standing in the middle of the room. He's like, well, I see you got my messenger. Welcome back, and he looks much better for wear than the last time you saw him when it was immediately after he had been captured um, at the Dragon Hatchery, months ago at this point.
2: Lisa how are you?
0: And there's the handout for him. Burp. OK, I'm pretty good. How are you, Tevin?
2: Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I gather as much. Um, listen, you know, we've got we've got some business uh, to attend to with all of you tomorrow. Um, the 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 council of Waterdeep is 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 meeting uh, for the first time this generation, I think. Um, and they're they're very interested in uh, hearing what you all have to report on the Cult of the Dragon. But I personally want to follow up with you about an opportunity. Um, now that you've kind of proven your your particular set of, set of skills, just from what I've heard from our agents as you all have continued on your adventures. Um, so definitely talk to me after this.
4: Okay.
0: But yeah, do you all, I mean, we've got kind of the day. Um, you know, obviously, we're really excited with everything that you all have done. Uh, do you have any questions for me? I know, you know, tomorrow you're going to meet with kind of a a grouping of various leaders of factions of Sword Coasts, Uh, we're going to want you to kind of give us a briefing of what you all have done up to this point with the Cult of the Dragon. Um, And, you know, these these people are the ones with the money and the power to help us protect um, the Sword Coast in its entirety from the Cult. So... I, I I hope that you all, you know, are able to persuade them based on the merits of your actions. And obviously, you know, you're all agents of the Harpers at this point, and we believe in y'all, but you're going to need to convince a little more people. Nope. Okay.
3: I actually know this guy.
0: Um, You would have heard of him, but I think you joined the party after, so he was captured in Greenest, the like level one area of Horde of the Dragon Queen, and um, the party rescued him from a dragon hatchery that was controlled by the cult, and then you traveled with him up to another place,
3: uh la 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 la. la, la, la. Be, not not right?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Eltorell, um where you met Antar Froom and Tepin was also inducted into the Order of the Gauntlet for the Lord to stop the cult, um, before you made your way over to Baldur's Gate. So You probably would not have met him before, Vinzer, but you would have heard of him from the rest of the party, especially after the message that you all received earlier guiding you back to Waterdeep. Um, if you hadn't had that conversation before then, it definitely would have happened at that point. Gotcha. I'm still on the map player Alright. So who
2: are we seeing about um, whatever this mission is?
0: Um, I mean, you want kind of a rundown of all of the, the major players that we're looking at in the in the council, or it's it's the, they call themselves the Council of Waterdeep um, gotcha yeah, made up of various members of different factions of the powers that be in all of Thaerud
2: thanks yeah thanks.
0: Um, I am not important enough to be in there but I'll be cheering you on from outside um, you will get to interact with uh, my boss's 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 boss Romalia Haventree Who's currently the leader of the Harpers? So, that's kind of the level of uh, people that you're going to be interacting with. If that gives you an idea.
2: Well, uh, listen. Do you have any idea how much they know about what we have most recently done?
0: Um. I mean, so these these people all have. Oh. Oh. We're looking at insight. What are you insight
3: checking? Baron. Oh, just I didn't know. Okay, so I guess I just make sure he's telling us some yeah, bullshit about the council. Let's,
0: uh... Uh, let's see here. With that 18, I mean, he's he's being honest. Honest. Uh, let's see here. You are going to... Do you prefer to advantage toggle, Baron, to where like there's a button at the top of your sheet that says advantage, or do you want it to pop up every time you roll?
3: I prefer it to pop up every time I roll. All
0: right, we will go to roll queries, query advantage. All right, thanks. There you go. Um, yeah. So basically, from what you glean with your vast insight, Baron, you <laughs> you believe him to be telling the truth. Um, and what did you ask, happen
2: Oh, uh, if they know about how recent in our exploits are they aware of? <clears throat> so, everybody,
0: everybody in this council is very well connected, so they're going to have more information than kind of your common street goer. Um, you know, most of the commoners don't even really know that the Cult of the Dragons is a thing. Uh, these people all are going to have their own agents and sources of information spread across the lands, and uh, the accuracy of their reports I can't really validate, so I don't know how much they know, um, but obviously like all of them will know that a, a flying castle took off and there's probably something going on between giants and dragons and yada 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 so anything that you all can share um to kind of give them insight I think will be beneficial
2: and these are mostly trustworthy people good people we are talking about
0: today? uh oh, yeah yeah um that was a be careful sound yeah, it's. I mean, you're not gonna. You're not in danger going to this meeting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's the the Zentrum is going to be one of the factions there, um, and they tend to be a little less on the lawful side. If you if you catch my drift, um, Zentrum. Okay. I think you. I think you all. I'm trying to remember. My agent told me. There was a gnome that you all interacted with, maybe for part of your journey. I think she was part of them. okay uh, No, no but nobody remembers Jamna. Okay, that's cool.
2: Jamna. I, okay. yeah. I, remember, I remember we yeah. dragged her around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's...
1: My, eye, my eyes start twinkling when I think of Jamna
0: yeah rollo so everybody else is like oh yeah and rollo is sitting here like in a daydream not remembering her name
3: yeah yeah she got the help beat out of her by a bunch of cultists at the uh, root house right
0: oh yeah 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 that was the report that we got in yeah um she got she got roughed up a little bit but yes yes uh, her boss's 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 boss will be sitting in as well um while the while the zentrum are not particularly trustworthy uh they certainly don't want the Cult of the Dragon taking over all of Faerun, because that would severely limit the opportunities for them to line their pockets with honest people's money. I didn't mean to say that out loud.
3: <laughs> well, trade's good when you're running it, right?
0: Yeah, trading people, especially. Okay, I gotta stop.
3: Yeah, you should probably put that
0: your head. Yeah, yeah it's well, yeah. at least
3: while it's attached anyway yeah
0: yeah anyway um is there anything else i can do for y'all uh the meeting is going to be at castle waterdeep um tomorrow sound of the first bell other than that you all kind of have free reign in the town for the night um i mean you all look like hell so i I might would recommend like a bath and maybe some clean clothes um seeing as how you're, you're about to meet with a bunch of nobles and like generals and all of that fun stuff uh Kind of shopping or
3: anything,
0: you know. You've got the evening.
3: Roughly, how long has it been since we were in Waterdeep?
0: Oh good you're
3: gonna do that <laughs> to me! <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I'm, all right, so I'm gonna make it easier. Then I'll just get to the point. Uh, the first thing that Ekman did after he uh, ended up somehow magically in Waterdeep with the Earring Portal and discovered by this group uh, was an arena, and then. Guy uh, was uh, meant the to impromptu end. What happened with that arena?
0: Curious. He oh, um, the gauntlet. That was, let's see here, just looking at the map, because you all had to travel up to the Mirror of the Dead Men, and then you teleported over to Parnast, and then you did a couple days in the castle. Uh, I'd say probably you're looking at four weeks ish since you were last in Waterdeep. Um, and you were asking about the state of the gauntlet.
1: Hey guys, should we go stretch our legs in
0: the gauntlet again? (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and start off our new adventure with a three-month side quest side sesh.
3: Um, (laughs) I was thinking somebody wanted to run uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Taking over
0: again. I don't even remember that dude's name. I need to pull up my OneNote. The uh, the D and D Nazi guy. Nope, don't need to be looking in my IA folder. Alright. DD and that's Water Deep. Next fight with Keith. Aaron Yeager. That that's literally I have a page that is titled Next Fight with Keith and the only sentence on or the only thing under it is a bullet point with Aaron Jaeger. And that's it. Yep. Uh no, 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 no
3: That works. I think that was
4: <laughs> Yeah. Oh that was easy.
0: yeah i'll find his name uh but yeah the i mean the the D nazi guy has not there's no no kind of mention of him at this point but he did definitely what stole a bunch of treasure and swore vengeance on all of you i think
3: well he died you know hey that's happened in four weeks right so that's the uh, i'd say banhime uh, Star Star and Week sounds really good yeah mm-hmm. Banheim was his
0: name Erdain
3: Benim. Yeah, yeah showering a rest before we uh start being summoned by some very uh, be great considering we just did this whole powerful people beat the hell out of a dragon, go flying across the sky deal. Yeah.
0: Oh shit! Y'all fought an actual dragon again? Uh, I mean, obviously, like we didn't have agents on the castle like that wow yeah we sure.
2: were kind of wondering into all the things
0: yeah I mean we're not going to know all like you know there weren't agents in the dragon hatchery there weren't agents in the castle um we're kind of you know high level aware of where y'all went and the state of like the surrounding area as you went there but specific events y'all are going to have to fill us in on
3: well there is a big peek go tell the bard i have songs for quite a week though
0: wow okay i mean if that's if you think that yeah yeah go for it maybe. all right is there anything y'all want to do uh Lideson's like all right well we've got this room and a couple of other rooms here for you um just kind of sectioned off obviously we had to rent this room to create the teleportation circle for you all to come here uh, we got a couple more for you it's on the house you know feel free to use the facilities get you some food um if you need anything else from me uh just yell i guess i don't know i'll be staying down the hall so and that's that okay um and Sin kind of turns and walks out does anybody have anything they want to do now that you are back in civilization for who knows how long.
2: Uh, When Leoson's leaving, I asked him if he meant now or after the rest, that he wanted to talk
0: to me. Yeah, we can do now if you want. If you just want to come to my room for a minute? Yeah. Insight check. Okay.
2: No, i was just kidding. Let's go.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did Teppen like, say the words insight check?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> Leoson's, he kind of cocks his head. He's like,
2: huh okay didn't work so I'll just call it sounds good alright
0: and so as you enter in room he kind of turns to you he's like so just from the reports that I've heard from my from my folks um, especially the guy I don't even remember you know which agent it was that we had out near Parnas but you ran into somebody who was kind of lost in the woods um I wrote those notes
2: nope Nope.
0: Nope. Nope. Didn't make any notes. Love that. Uh, here we go. The team um, He said, so, yeah, it just seems like your skill set doesn't really match the rest of the parties. It seems like you're not really being fulfilled as much by the running around and... Slaughtering people. Uh, you seem to be a little more on the information gathering, intel side, and the, the sneaking around. Um, is that is that an accurate assessment?
2: Yeah, you know, I used to just hustle games in a bar before I ended up on a quest and having to avenge a friend and all kinds of stuff I never expected of myself. So definitely has not been my best view. Months, years, what was it? Months. Months, yeah. Months, yeah. I've gotten the shit kicked out of me. I've <laughs> seen multiple people die. Uh yeah. I would agree.
0: Okay. Um, well, you know. We kinda made you a provisional agent of the Harpers. Um, but just looking at your skill set, I definitely think you're more suited for undercover nonviolent work. Uh, which we can offer you if your interest um, you know obviously you can still aid the aid the fight against the cult but not be on the front lines because i just have a feeling looking at what has happened to you all over the course of these past few months i don't see things calming down until the cult is handled so I just I wanted, you know, I chatted a long time with Romalia, um, and she agrees with me, especially after she meets you tomorrow. I think you'll be able to convince her pretty easily of what it is that I'm offering. But if you have any interest in taking me up on this offer, just let me know and we can make that happen. Okay. And you can even be, I mean, your undercover role can be a guy who hustles in a tavern. There's a lot of information that we get from there even just that skill set would be enough to get you in at a base level, but I don't think you'll be base level.
2: Yeah uh, I'll tell you right now I'm ready to just you know let's do the chat with the council and all that but I can't go through this but again, I, I need to do what I what I do. I,
0: I, yeah. Okay. Um, well I mean and honestly you don't even really need to go to the council at this point. I can just take you straight to Ramalia and you can meet with her, and kind of fill her in, give her some insider knowledge before the thing. We can do that right now, um, and we can have you on a ship going to wherever you want. Are you gonna Are you gonna tell your me, tell your friends me, or?
2: Yeah, let me have the night if that's okay, so I can at least hang out with my crew and let them know.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, I, I look forward to working with you. You too. All right. So, that ends that. You all have the night. Um, is anybody gonna do anything in particular? Are we just going to sleep, freshening up, getting ready to meet a bunch of people tomorrow. Do you guys want to take a shower
1: then go down to the
0: pub?
2: Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I give you a drink.
1: Just we
0: walked now. You people. <laughs> Let me go find a tavern map.
2: When in water to
0: Yeah. All right. We'll come over here. We'll drop that there. We'll close that out. We'll. Y'all are going to do a bunch of watching me make maps. Like old times? Yeah, just like old times. Okay. Here we are, we're in a tavern. We've got a thing. Um, We've got. Human. Really? There's no human talking? Fine. Huh? Characters. Yeah, that's great. Wow.
1: Okay. Sure.
0: It'll be a it'll be a pirate. Barkeeper. Shit.
4: One second. Sarah's knocking on the door. I'll leave the terminator. You have to split the loot at some point, too, from our... Uh, uh, um, what? <laughs> the the loot from the oh, uh, yeah. castle. There's, there's a lot to process there. All right.
0: Sorry about that. Let's move that back to Matt. Uh-oh, oh, Oh, Bailey's being bad. Okay. Everybody is in the bar. Um, Yeah, you all go to the barkeep, whose name is a name that I haven't generated yet. Also, that's hard. Where is human? There it is. All right. Uh, yeah, so you go up to the barkeep, whose name is Sizo Kano.
2: Sizo Kano? Yep.
0: Um, I'll go ahead and post that in here. Dur, 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 dur. And she's like, alright, what can I do for you?
2: I just sit down in the seat and tap on the uh, bar. Like, just drink one drink. Okay, there you go.
0: And this uh, this is on the house, courtesy of Leoson. He's kind of let us know who you all are, so.
2: I uh, take the. Piece of gold that I had anyway and put it on the table. And then I just kind
0: of like put like, in my drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I would like you. Anybody else? I'll just go ahead and pour a round out and y'all distribute drinks. Um, I mean, at this point, you know, it's mid afternoon, early afternoon. There are not a whole lot of people in here. Um, most people are still working or out tending their fields or, you know, doing other city type things. It's not quite lively tavern hour yet.
1: I raise a glass, say here's to almost killing the dragon.
0: Jesus, what? (laughs) These nuts. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm new here, but I've heard about these nuts. Are you are you are are you saying that y'all are the ones who conquered the gauntlet? The very same. Holy shit. And she pours another round and just throws it at the table. She's like, oh my god, okay, wow. So y'all are y'all are not only like in with the Harpers, but y'all are like real fighters. Damn, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. We we've been around and done a lot of things. So just looking in the glass.
0: You uh you don't seem too happy about that, my man.
2: Is it uh? Do we have like notoriety around here? I look up for that. Uh, Like you said the god but just a lot of people know about that um
0: i mean it's kind of a word on the street kind of thing like you know obviously with the way that the last fight went down um a lot of the crowd scattered but whenever those uh slots showed up however it was that they did we um I mean obviously like they were handled they didn't rampage through the city. So everyone kind of assumed that the the great D's Nuts handled them. Um I mean you're you, not really you know you're not going to get any kind of super favors or anything but if you g- announce yourself as D's Nuts people will recognize that name
3: for sure. Hmm.
2: Interesting.
3: Well, yeah. like for history.
2: Yeah.
1: You want to hold these
3: nuts? <laughs>
0: she pulls out a scimitar from her sash.
3: Yeah. Uh, the bag of head. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I,
2: I might keep them. You see, this is why we have to be good at fighting. Because we keep him around. So now you see... Ah, yeah, that tracks, that tracks.
0: I'm guessing that, uh, that down look that you have is, is, is related to... Consequences of his actions, maybe? Everyone's actions? I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I'm not blaming it on anybody. We've just met some dark uh, people along
3: the way. And I am not. I'm so. not meeting yet. Not fun to kill, anyway. I mean. Dealt with properly. Don't steer into your beer too long, Tepin.
2: Oh, I didn't really hear you, Keith. I don't know if you were
3: talking I said, to me. So. I said, I said don't, uh, don't steer into your uh, beer too long, Teppan.
2: Well, uh, Teppan looks up and says, well, it's just, guys, I think I'm done after tonight uh, with all we went through. So I'm just trying to think about how I tell you all that. But
1: what do you mean you're done,
2: I mean, you know, when that vampire dude took control of me and I fought you all and and, like be aware of it happening, but couldn't do anything about it. That's me on the front lines. That's, That's not who I am. I don't want that to happen ever again. So I've been offered another opportunity and it will still be on your side and I will still do uh, do things, but
3: I can't go back on the road with you all. I don't know if it makes any difference to you. None of that was ever considered personal. A vampire, Uh, you know, control is not a joke. I know that I'm not exactly sure if I'm even from the same world or whatever you want to call it, but uh, some vampires before I, yeah. uh, we know that wasn't you. So don't want yeah, to be too it. heavy on them.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not as much of a guilt thing. It, it is, but it's more of the uh, being in a position for somebody to like, control me like that. One of my biggest I fought against the bullies my whole life. That's my thing. That's my and being just controlled like that. And all the other things we've seen and gone through. It's just not where I should be. I, I fulfilled what I set out to do, for the most part, and that was we. Um, we got retribution for who died, Travis. I'm
0: um, cool. trying to think. Mark's died. Um,
2: Tied up by uh, Resmir. Didn't we lose somebody then? The the dwarf. We got we got (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was that was why I set out on this.
3: Oh,
0: I'd have to go look. What was uh, who was before Rombor? Was there somebody before Rombor, or have you been Rombor the whole
2: time? Rombor was OG,
1: right? No, no,
0: Rusty Nuts, Rusty. Rusty
3: Nuts? Uh
4: That had to be it.
3: Yeah, we definitely Rusty, the one that
1: like the cave collapsed on.
2: That was me, I think. That was Mark's. Yeah, that was Mark's.
1: Rusty was the one who was a dwarf that tried to be stealthy.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you climbed that ladder and brought the entire Dragon Hadry on you all, and you had to run away real fast.
3: I remember that. I remember (laughs) that. We lost our uh, spider draw, too.
0: Yeah, you've lost a lot of people along the way.
3: I can't uh it would be sad to see you go. It's nice to know that you'd still be helping us in some ways, whether it be, you know, not so direct but indirect, but I can't really I can't really say I fault you, Tevin. This is not a nice uh occupation we have.
2: Well, I appreciate it and I uh I have a feeling I'm gonna be helping you guys in a different way now. Um, but the skills I really do have so thank you guys for understanding cheers cheers did Um, you do one thing for us (laughs) what's that
1: you do the uh, the the leg stretch and and lift your inner thigh
2: (laughs) 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 I will never forget you, Rolo. <laughs> Damn it. I will do this for you. He chugs the rest of his beer, it says on the table. Size, meow. <laughs> Got an
0: actual meow. Damn! <laughs> he did it! <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Meow. okay um yeah so that is a is a farewell to Tepin. so i guess Tepin's not going to be in attendance at the event tomorrow uh nah he'll, yeah.
2: he'll go
0: figure out what his next move is cool yeah is there anything else you want to do at the tavern before you go hit the sack cool all right so you all go up to bed at the yawning portal and it was at first you know I'll just take you there at first light liason's kind of knocking on the three doors uh, to the rooms where you all are Um, as you awake you notice that Tevin's belongings are no longer in the room so he has already dipped out he's gone Um, and Liaison's like, alright, uh, I mean, you all look presentable enough as, uh, as I could expect. Um, any, any last questions before we head over to the council?
3: you we look presentable enough?
4: Mm-hmm. worthy, maybe.
3: Council worthy, uh-
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they they know at least some of what you all have been through, so they're not expecting, like, your very best. I guess they, they really just wanted you to clean the blood off.
3: Uh, I suppose the, that's a great request.
0: Alright, well, uh, I'll escort you all to the door. I'm not allowed in. Um, that's kind of... Several clearance levels above my pay grade, but I'm, I'm happy to bring y'all in. I'll be cheering y'all on from outside. If you have any questions for me, like I said, just let me know. You all begin winding your way through the city. Anybody going to try and do anything while we walk? All right. Let me flip my book over to this big list of people. So, first, um, Leosin opens this large double door, um, and it opens up into this large conference room. Um, There's a large table in the center with several people already seated at it. Uh, You do notice a handful of humans, a couple of elves. um, Let's see here, elf, human, and a couple of dwarves, I believe. Are the races of everybody that you see. Yeah. Um, And one of the humans kind of stands up. He goes, welcome, welcome. Um, You must be the group of adventurers we're here to meet. Uh, Why don't you all go ahead and get settled, and then we'll kind of go through introductions, and we'll begin the meeting, unless anybody has anything they want to get taken care of. Nope. Okay, cool. Um, So obviously this guy's kind of in charge and ready for everything. (coughs) He said, okay, um... My name is on a different page than the one that I am looking at. My name is Lord Dagolt Neverember. Um, I'm currently the leader of the Lord's Alliance. Uh, we're kind of a group of noble houses that band together and assist with the kind of day-to-day operations in the rule of Waterdeep. Um, we'll kind of go down the list of all my colleagues here uh, at the end and make sure that everyone has a chance to speak Um, but just know we've got six or seven different uh, representatives from Waterdeep and other cities on the Lord's Alliance kind of representing the individual city needs and perspectives Um, we also have a couple of representatives from larger organizations Uh, we will go ahead and start with them and then we'll round up with the lords. Um, so, Romalia, uh, if, if you want to go ahead and go first, and she kind of stands up. Uh, what you see is a female moon elf, um, strapped in fighting leather, uh, fighting leathers with a large sword on her back. And she kind of does a, a kind of half bow at you all. She's like, my name's uh, Romalia Haventree. I am currently the leader of the Harpers. Um,
1: Hello, Mala.
0: You say that out loud? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking that out loud. <laughs> uh, actually, let's go ahead and I'm going to roll a D20.
1: Okay, she doesn't
0: notice he's staring at her. Um, yeah, and she's like, okay. Um, you know, everybody knows about the Harpers. Everybody knows kind of why we're all here. Kind of my little... My little tidbit that I just have to share, kind of our stance currently, is that, you know, if we fail to contain the cult and put an end to their machinations, the Harpers believe that it'll spell an end to everything beautiful and honest, and we're just not okay with that. Um, You know, assuming... That the threat is as significant as we've been led to believe up to this point. I think we'd be willing to pledge some mages and scouts from our order to assist with addressing the cult issue. Um, but we need to hear your reports and figure out whether we can do that or not. I uh, believe you all have met one of my subordinates, Leeson, um, several times at this point, and he's he's a, he's a good one. He's a good guy. Um, do y'all have any questions for me before we continue on? I do not. Okay. Um, and Lord Neverember kind of looks, he's like, okay, uh, I guess next we'll go with the representative from the Order of the Gauntlet. And uh, a human stands up, um, familiar to some of you. Uh, this is Anthar Froom. He kind of stands up and he goes, all right, um... Althar Room, I know some of y'all. I met y'all in El uh, Kind of led y'all over to Baldur's Gate. and It seems like y'all have been on a hell of a ride since then, man. Um, <coughs> obviously, the Order of the Gauntlet, uh, being Disciples of Helm, we're, we're prepared to offer you know anyone of a righteous mind who is willing to assist with the effort against the cult. Um, we've got a pretty good idea about the threat that they pose, especially with you know, the steering that we've already done to help these adventurers track down the cult um, you know, our, our kind of just general philosophy is that the strong must defend the weak, whatever the cost and we'll be contributing paladins and healing clerics to the war effort um, based on the, the level of the threat Next, um, Lord Daggalt kind of turns and points to a half-elf uh, who's in kind of a green cloak. He's got a, a pair of daggers strapped across his shoulders so that a hilt is poking above each shoulder and a bow um, unstrung across his chest. He says, okay, um, I'm Winter Winterhound think that's his name. I write like shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm our representative of the Emerald Enclave. Um, we kind of, you know, believe in balance in life. Uh, that's our main goal. And, you know, just kind of in ideal deal with that balance, uh, we kind of believe that all good hearts, there's a spot of darkness within it. And in all tragedy, there's a, a glimmer of light. So... There, even though the, the cult is posing a significant threat, we think that there is something to be gained from this for us. Um, at least as we can restore balance or whatever. Um, we've got you know, a, a handful of druids and treants and um, some pretty good guys who are lycanthropes that we can kind of contribute. And we also have uh, a resource that I would like to offer um, to your party to assist with kind of your efforts of being the the splinter cell, as they say, and going and figuring out what it is that the cult's trying to accomplish at this point and stopping it. Um, And he gestures over his side, and Joey, why don't you describe your character?
2: Sure. Um, Can he say something at this point?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're in the council at this point you're just with okay. the emerald enclave instead of with the party he's,
2: he's staring at the party and then he realizes he's been uh, pointed out and he looks at the guy me that's me yes yes that, oh, oh right that's you, okay. uh so Bootes uh or boots is um, he says medium stature he uh is you can notice that he's uh, relaxed but uh Kind of a little bit imposing. He's, um, I have really something I can't find. His eyes are really dark. His hair is this uh, medium length, kind of down to his ears, uh, very like wildly kept, not really uh, formal by any means, bullish gray. Um, And you can tell he's kind of carefree, unburdened type. Kind of not aware, as you just saw, of what's going on all the time. But he is very interested in everything that's going on. So very uh, lively. What? Think it? Yeah, he doesn't wear anything too crazy. It's kind of basic clothing. He has a staff, uh, just what he needs to get to get around, and doesn't have a whole lot of items or anything like that. Uh, you, you probably can't tell whether he is a warrior or not because he doesn't seem like uh, you know, ferocious very friendly and biting uh, I think that's it
0: Alright um, and so at that point Delan kind of looks at you all and he's like I mean, you know We'll offer him up. You all can kind of vibe and see if the chemistry's there or not. Uh, decide if you want to keep him in there. I think he would definitely be an asset when he focuses and he nudges over at Boutes and it's like, when he focuses and pays mm-hmm, attention.
2: Mm-hmm. I can do that.
0: All right. Um, and Degolt kind of turns and he says, well, thank you. Um. That's kind of the the representatives of the non-lords alliance people. Uh, the other seven of us in the room—seven, seven, eight, seven. Oh, ah, shit! I almost forgot. And he kind of looks over, and you see a tiefling um, female sitting over, dressed in black leather. She's got daggers strapped all over. Um, you can count at least seven at this point. And it's like, oh, um, we've got a, a representative of the the Zentrum, um, Rian Nightshade, if you'd like to go ahead and introduce yourself. And he kind of curls his mouth down a little bit in distaste as he mentions the Zentrum. Um, Rian stands up and is like, okay. Um, so, obviously, like, I, I should probably not be here. You know, this this is the exact opposite of what we try and do. Um, but I'm, I'm certain that we'll be able to come to an agreement as a part of these meetings uh, that all parties will favor. Um, but if not, I think the Zentrum have the means of settling the issue. We've got assassins and mercenaries and swords and all other kind of stuff that, you know, if we gotta go kill all these people that's that's not a problem so we can we can handle that but we're going to need to get paid to do that so and that's like yeah okay um anyway uh now we'll go down and we'll introduce the lords uh, obviously you've met me already Daggle never remember I am the current uh, leader of the lords alliance in Waterstreet um I'm also the Lord Protector of Neverwinter. Uh, yeah, so currently I'm kind of spread between lordly duties in both Waterdeep and Neverwinter, and it's, 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 it's a lot, but that's fine. Um, obviously, you know, the commoners need strong leaders to protect them, and do what must be done, even if it's distasteful, and that's, that's kind of how I guide my decision-making. <laughs> we've got resources that we can pledge um obviously waterdeep has a conscripted army that we can provide as well as neverwinter um but at this point i'm wary to send out any resources that could be used to protect the city in the event of a dragon attack all right up next uh we've got lady larryl silverhand Um, She's like, hi, uh, I'm kind of the second in command here in the Lord's Alliance. Um, I'm a member of Waterdeep. She's a female human wizard. Um, Yeah, I kind of like doing things arcane. um, And I really just want to keep discussions going, because this is a problem that we need to address. But again, you know, we've got a duty to the citizens here in Waterdeep, and we can't send all of our troops out somewhere that you all point us at so that'll be up to y'all to convince us where we need to send people and how many and all of that and we'll have to make our best judgment call based on that and then a kind of stout dwarf with a large shield on his back stands up he's like alright Conrad, Braun Anvil Um, uh, what is there to know about me I guess i'm the i used to be king of the Mithril hall um but at this point i'm kind of serving as a delegate for all of the dwarves of the north including citadel i can't read my writing including a couple of citadels of doors up in the north um obviously you know we can provide dwarf soldiers and armaments and siege weapons uh but it, we're also kind of in the same boat as the Waterdeep guys. We're we're not going to commit anything that could be used to help defend dwarven homelands. Um. Yeah, I mean, you all know dwarves. We we kind of think that a sturdy axe and strong hand to hold it and a straight fighter are all that we dwarves need to end this. Bar. See, you've got a couple of of my kin over there. Um, I mean, that'll help your cause. We we tend to not be poor judges of character. Um, Up next, you get a male human fighter to stand up. Uh, He goes, Alright, I am uh, Marshal Older Ravenguard. I'm currently trusted with protecting thousands of lives and. I will not betray that trust, no matter what my personal desires are. Um, I'm currently the leader of the Flaming Fist, which is the military of Baldur's Gate, which I know you all were there, uh, and kind of helped out with some pest control issues that we had, uh, both bugs and Nazis, I want to say. So I thank you for that. Um, a little outside the law, but we've, we've got warriors that we can provide um, as well as training for conscripts because I assume you know if the threat gets large enough we're gonna have to gonna have to conscript some some civilians and that's what my people do so daggalt kind of looks over and you see a, a wild elf fighter um, over in leathers he has like a quarterstaff but really no other thing uh about him kind of stands out he's not bulky like some of the other clear warriors in the room um he goes alright I'm King Melindrock. um we elves were once the greatest civilization to grace Faerun and my people are heir to that history I will not squander our waning strength um we do have a host of Eldritch Knights, but I am not really interested in taking those away from defending all of my people. Um, I'm currently the the king of the Misty Forest, and I am also serving as the delegate of the High Elf Forest at this point, so honestly, just from what I've heard, unless y'all convince me otherwise, we we don't have enough information to know that they're a big enough threat to warrant our participation all right um and then a kind of wizened old human stands up with a staff with a large crystal on the top he goes i'm a Thunder thunderspells hornblade um i currently uh am serving as the delegate of silvery moon um we've got obviously a large large magic school here um we can we can offer some wizards and knights and the army of silver moon um the knights in silver if uh if it seems like we get there but you know honestly just from what i've heard it seems like calculated risks are going to be necessary to win assuming it gets to the point of being a war um and from what we've heard, no one's going to emerge unscathed. So I think it will serve in all of our best interests if we cooperate. Um, and finally, a male uh, human in heavy armor stands up. He's like, all right, well, uh, guess I'm the last to go. Um, my name is Sir Istival, and you all can roll me a history check.
2: with, boots, what he with are, it is.
0: Um, that's what the history check is for. Okay.
1: We dumb as shit. Wow. Some of us.
0: Yeah. Um... So, Vinzer, especially Vinzer, um, but Varen and Bootes are also familiar. Uh, Sir Istival is a paladin. Um of Lathander, and he is known as a veteran dragon slayer. <coughs> He's got a large scar kind of crossing his face um, from one of his bouts with the dragon, but he is known as uh, a warrior of Cormyr who is um, very skilled and experienced with fighting dragons and dracoliches he says, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm serious. Of all, uh, I'm kind of here representing Daggerford, I guess. I don't know that I'm big enough for that. Um, but I think that I may be able to offer some expertise and knowledge as to the background and maybe the motives of the dragons based on my past experience. Um, you know, obviously... Daggerford is is not huge. We might have some conscripts that we can offer, uh, but that's that's really about it at this point. But I think I'm more here as a advisory role, and that kind of concludes the introductions. Um, do you all have any any questions before we get into the briefing?
3: It almost seems as though there's enough interest to bring us here, but. I'm curious as to how uh, much actual interest there is, considering most are aware of the cult, but not really willing to provide much familiar service to the exception of a few that have been willing to do so. So, I guess, is this more of a... What exactly is our purpose of being here, then, if you...
0: So, for right now, Um, we are all working on disparate sources of information. We all kind of have our own information gathering and have made a current judgment based on what we understand to be the, the cult's goals and motives and how they're handling it. You all have been invited at the request of the Harpers and the Order of the Gauntlet as several of your members, uh, current or former, have been working with both of those organizations and they believe you all to be the experts. And I mean, at this point, you all would know more about the cult and how they operate and what their goals are than anyone in Faerun. So that merit alone gets you to the table and your job here is to convince us of the severity of the threat because at this point they're just looting some small towns and going somewhere else and that's that's not a problem worthy of stripping all of our defenses of our respective cities
3: <laughs> I guess in the part then where we tell you what we've discovered them along the way?
0: I believe so. Oh, That's nope,
3: y'all aren't supposed to go there.
0: I'm supposed to go there.
3: <laughs> oh, and I guess the uh, Rolo is our longest standing uh, member of our group since the beginning, so I guess uh up to him to fill in any details, at least up to uh, as far as either, uh, as far as i turn concerned, up uh, to a beast conflict gauntlet.
0: Um, and we can do we can do just a high level. Um, so out of game, just so you all kind of understand the logistics of what it is that's happening right now. I kind of accidentally took mm-hmm. you all, so you probably saw this big grid on the screen a minute ago, with a whole bunch of words on it. About a yeah. quarter
3: second. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically what happens is we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different representatives in the room. They each represent different resources that can be yeah. committed to the final fight against the cult of the dragon. Um, and your actions that you undertook in the Horde of the Dragon Queen, as well as um will take from here on out will impact different organizations differently and they give me pluses and minuses and checks that i do to make sure that you know maybe the harpers like you doing this one thing but the city of uh well, not Waterdeep. Neverwinter. That's the one up north. The city of Neverwinter doesn't like that. So you might get like points for one and not points for the other. Um, And then as we proceed through the adventure, I basically create a scorecard. And there is a minimum score needed for each faction for them to contribute resources to what is the final fight. Um, So I will tell you all that to keep stuff in mind. But at this point, what you know is that everybody's kind of up in the air. Um, And we're like, okay, so, uh, I mean, we can start from the beginning. Uh, We'll kind of prompt you along the way based on our pieces of information and ask for some details from you all. Um, And we will see kind of where we stand at this point. So, uh, from what I understand, there was a group of people, some of you were there uh, at Greenest, whenever the cult was first just beginning to, to show some activity um, in the Sword Coast, is that correct?
1: Correct, yes. We. Um, I, was still a, I was one of the original members of that original party and uh, there were kobolds just ravaging the lands, taking up all
0: the gold and stockpiling them. And we, Romalia kind of steps up. She's like, we had sent Leoson to the city of Greenus. So he happened to be there whenever the blue dragon showed up. Um, And there were forces and that is corroborated by his story. Um, He might have told you that
1: I rescued him. I stood up to Resmir and told her to release
0: him. I remember you getting slapped. Um, he definitely said that. Did that happen? Uh,
1: r- 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 okay. That.
0: Okay, yeah. That tracks. Mm. Um, yeah, so so you all kind of helped route the forces away from Greenest and ended up following the kobolds over to a dragon hatchery. Is that correct? Yes, that is
1: when I had to leave at some point, but apparently the rest of my party did
0: not make it. Wow. Okay. Um, And reports show that there were dragon eggs at this hatchery. Uh, What happened to those?
4: Out of
2: game, didn't we destroy them? Yes. I, think it,
1: I don't think I was there anymore, so I don't think everybody who I guess out of game would we know? Did everybody die? Who was there?
2: Rolo would know, right? Or no, you weren't there. Not Rolo. I mean, um, Rambor. Or was it not. Still I think.
0: That, I think that was still rusty at that point. I think <laughs> you were the only one to get out. Tepin, whenever he angered Resmir I think, and like barged into her room. Maybe is that right? Because Marx was but killed man, in this the collapse, man, right. so you would know. But or nope, Teppin would know. Teppin's mm-hmm. not there. Um, so Renalia, yeah, Renalia kind of steps up. She's like, yeah, we have reports from um, one of our agents uh, who was a former member of this party, as well as Leeson, that the dragon eggs at the hatchery were destroyed. Um, and all of the all of the nobles kind of look and discuss, and you see there are some grumbles, um, particularly from the Emerald Enclave and the Harpers and um, Lord Never Ember about the destroying of dragon eggs.
1: If you guys want
0: the egg? well, it. I mean that depends. Um, Oh, let me go find... Does it actually say in here? Yeah. Um. The Harpers. So, Renai steps up. She's like, I mean... Those were a resource, though. Like, those could have... We could have ransomed those back to the dragons and kind of removed some of their money. And the Emerald Enclave is like, that's... I mean... You know, we're I mean, pro, we're pro life in the Emerald Enclave. Like, you can't kill an egg of something. Like, they're not inherently evil. But you would,
1: what, you would ransom an egg?
0: Yeah. Well, the Harper Renalia, she's like, yeah, yeah, we'd ransom it, and the Emerald Enclave is like, no, they should have been allowed to progress to maturity, um, and perhaps if they had been tended, they would not have turned out as their adult counterparts.
2: In boots speak up.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a discussion at this point.
2: So he's just kind of leaning on his uh, staff and like listening, half listening, but like, he speaks up and says, You know, I mean, dragons really are not the best of characters if you were talking about parlay eggs or whatever. I say it probably was better they didn't end up in that situation. They, uh, they don't really trusted. They want what they want, you know.
3: Keep in mind too that. If even we were able to remove the eggs, when they may not have been after. Then cause, uh, a bigger issue. you may have drawn your spread out sooner than you anticipated. I think, uh. Yeah, and then if those dragons had gone to maturity, would they not have been then part of the cult? Part of the larger problem?
0: I don't know that we know that. First off, I mean, it takes decades, if not centuries, for a dragon to mature. So, I don't... I think that this conflict will have a resolution before those dragons reach any kind of maturity. But also, even if the cult doesn't want the eggs back, and Daggle kind of stands up, he's like, I mean, if the cult doesn't want eggs back, like, I could find pyres. You know, I've... Everybody has a price for something, especially as rare as a black dragon egg.
3: Mm-hmm. So be it. Regardless, the, the eggs are gone.
0: That's true. I guess let's continue on. Um, so you all progressed from the dragon hatchery. Uh, you went up to Elturel, um, met with Leison, who then introduced you to... On Tharf Room while you were in Elturel, and then proceeded over to Baldur's Gate. Um, from there, you made a large trek up from Baldur's Gate to Waterdeep.
1: We did rescue a golden stag. Uh
0: huh. Okay.
1: It was a it was a long Prince, and. Um... We did rescue its soul, so I think that helps, you know, some points that we cared about a golden stag instead of killing it and selling it for its gold sure. women.
2: Yeah. Did you eat its body? Oh, sorry. I just... It sounded tasty. <laughs> I'll shut up.
1: Did, did he just ask if we ate his body?
0: That's correct. Are you going to respond? I mean, he did that, like, in... He said that out loud in the meeting. I kind of look at him and like,
1: Yo, who are you?
2: He shrugs.
0: <laughs> I like booties. Like- <laughs> yeah, I like booties. I'm here for booties. Um, okay, so as you all continued up uh, from Waterdeep, you continued following cult activity north of Waterdeep, where... Uh, believe you were led to a castle in the middle of the mirror of the dead men um, at this point we also
1: we also dominated your fighting point fighting pits here in uh, Waterdoo Holloway so
0: oh, um, oh. If,
1: if you have if you ever heard of these nuts you know or them oh
0: uh, not. Not so much the, I mean the the fighting pits that you dominated. That was the field of triumph. That's that's why we haven't heard of you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So so you have dominated a fighting pit somewhere. Sounds great. That's that's most bars here. The commoners get a little rowdy sometimes, um, but that's good for
3: you, buddy. The uh, Mirror of the Dead man was the uh, thing where we caught up with the cult at that point point.
0: and I think at that point we know um, that this treasure gathering job that they've been kind of imposing upon the entirety of the Sword Coast is being led by Resmir, a black half-dragon um, who seems to be accompanied by a red wizard of Thay, whose name I believe is jos Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um. And did you did you square off with Resmir at the Mirror of the Deadmen after after we have reports of you being in Parnast and we don't really know what that's about? Um, I mean, I trust the reports, but. We don't know how you got there. We know you were in the marsh, and then you were across the country.
3: Uh, so, marsh ended up with a bunch of uh, luthers and bugs. Um They basically had a uh, castle in the, in the swamp that uh, they were using to ferry the uh, treasures through a uh, portal, so um, we made our way through the castle of the Theth, most of the frog inhabitants there, um, which were kind of effectively guarding that area. Uh, a few cultists were waylaid there, and then we uh, quickly made our way through the lower levels of the castle to find the uh, portal, which apparently it took us to Parnass, we didn't really know that at the time, which kind of took us somewhere, uh, somewhere, uh, quite different from the b- uh, belly of a swamp castle.
4: Wow. Yeah, that's, a uh, different.
0: Okay. And we have you, we have you traveling down towards Parnas and then that's kind of the last report that we have. So, what happened when you arrived at Parnas?
3: Uh, well The portal took us to this tavern, hunting lodge, apparently run by a white dragon uh, wizard, uh, very not nice one, but was I guess nice enough to let us live. I guess for some reason they. I- uh, the white dragon wizard didn't think that they could uh, use us to gain some sort of advantage in the cult, which uh, we weren't necessarily in a bargaining position then, so we uh, didn't necessarily agree, but didn't necessarily uh, resist that train of thought just to you know, continue breathing considering uh, that nearly ended. Uh so, a hard nudge to so,
0: so there's infighting within the cult? Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. From the uh, white probably. dragon side me, anyway.
0: Okay. Alright. We might be able to we might be able to work with something with that. Okay. Alright. Um sorry, continue.
3: So yeah, that we made, made our way from the hunting lodge uh quickly. Uh kind of under the guise that we were part of the cult uh, because essentially anything from at hunting lodge down to Parnas was entirely cult controlled so uh there we boarded uh a giant cloud ship or cloud giant ship uh, whichever way you want to phrase it
4: would be correct
3: uh apparently they were um, Effectively, uh, not necessarily aligned with the cult, but we're getting paid by the cult to ferry the, uh, treasure between
4: realms, I suppose.
3: That would be the, uh, giant cloud castle ice thing that you, uh, found us on the, uh, night before last
0: Oh. And all of the nobles kinda of turn and mutter to each other, they're like, We had heard reports about a flying castle, but we kind of chalked that up to I don't know, a trick of the clouds or illusion almost. That wow. Okay.
3: No, quite quite real. And quite let it down with uh, the risen giant. But uh more importantly, I had resmere and um, a large, a large white dragon. Yeah. And we uh, we eliminated Resmir, uh, the capital of the uh, red wizard. Split. We have to pick out a vampire. It was Helping... Uh, helping Resmir. With the name. Top my head. My game.
0: Uh, Sandozol... Morja. Yeah.
3: So, uh, the vampire thing was Morja Uh And then, um... Yeah, the uh, dragon flew off quite... Quite wounded. I'm not exactly sure how I was even... Why at that point, what we did to it, but... Um the dragon did get away though, however. But the uh yeah, having uh, basically rid the castle of the uh cult of the dragon, at least the, the leadership I'm um, assuming they'll likely dispatch the uh kobolds that are on board and uh, take their business elsewhere. They weren't uh they weren't too sad to see the cult go away. But I have a feeling there's a lot more that's uh, being. There's, there's more for this person than just loot. They're, they're trying to. They're trying to bring back the
0: And you hear that same sound that you've heard several times between when you first heard it on the castle and now here again. They kind and of know what that is. There's kind of a, a strange sense of quiet, and one of the, one of the nobles comes up from behind. Lord Never emerge she's like, ah, I believe I need to, need to discuss now. And Lord Neveremur returns, and he's like, Yes, this is, um, Lady Dallas Silverhill. She's another noble here in Waterdeep, um, she may be able to sh- shed some light on this strange disturbance. And she kind of steps up and she has, um, esteemed guests, um, group of adventurers, what should I call you? He's nuts. Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, esteemed guests, uh, representatives of various factions, um, all of you lords, have uh, diplomats and these nuts Uh, so this disturbance that they've they've we've been kind of sensing periodically across the sword coast is um, it's called the drachorn it's a an ancient device whose sounding alerts dragons across Faerun that great events are unfolding I cannot tell you what the sounding of it means right now, but I have it on good authority that dragons—we hear it as like a low rumble. Dragons hear it clearly as a horn, and they will eventually answer its call.
3: So uh, up down the third coast, a dragon call—um—signaling uh, a great event. So tell me then if those of you are not convinced how that doesn't completely align with uh, the events that I just then unfolded over the last few minutes.
0: And the dwarf stands up. He's like, oh, Vladdy, I mean, we believe you at this point, but I'm not going to send people away from any of our citadels whenever I hear that there's a horn that's summoning dragons. Like... Why, not? why would i do that because there's a door that the entirety of our citadel has to defend <coughs> as opposed to sending them out into a field somewhere that we don't even know where it is and waging war i think my people at this point will be much safer in their citadel
3: Do you wait for Tiamat to come knocking then?
0: I mean, if we're underground, dragons don't usually come there, so that might not be that big of a deal.
1: So you're going to let everybody else die?
0: If it has to come with that, yeah. We'll deal with the threat one at a time as they enter our citadel if they try, if it gets to that point, but... I mean, right now, that's where we're at. Um, and, uh, Lady Dallas steps forward, she was like, so, after chatting with the other lords, um, once we got our information of the Drakhorn, we believe the last that was known to be, it was located in the Sea of Moving Ice. Um, no one's able to really tell where it is from the sound, or even say if it's still in the northern sea um but we think that that's the best place to start searching there was a a tiefling sorcerer by the name of macath crimson um they would certainly have more information but you know they're so macath is a no one alive knows more about that dracorn than her um Maybe the Arcane Brotherhood, but, I mean, Macath was a member of the Arcane Brotherhood, um, and they haven't seen her for three years. She, I mean, she was last investigating the Sea of Moving Ice when she disappeared, so, I mean, I think that would be a good place to start. If you all plan to continue along your path of gathering information and trying to figure out Where and how the cult plan on achieving something such as bringing a god into the material plane, we may change our minds because obviously, with Tiamat being a deity, that's that's like a universe level threat, you know.
3: Most sense I've heard made so far today. uh,
0: So, if you all are amenable to it, we can send you up to the sea of ice, and you can go investigate the draghorn and figure out what What is using it, what is making the call, why the, the call is being made, and we can go from there
3: if anybody else has any, else has any other um, information of uh, value they went ahead, that they want to add. Since we'll be more or less willing to go We'll take, uh, we'll take this, uh... Space that uh... booties. Boots, boots.
2: Boots is fine.
3: Boots? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Come with us. Well, uh, you can see your eyes, then. But, uh, you yeah. know, our tails seem so, uh... Not enough to draw throw you out of your own cells.
0: I mean, well, that's... Butez is a, a representative of the Emerald Enclave, um, so he could be there boots on the ground. Um, but, I mean, as far as we're concerned, we need to take a vote right now because i personally and this is um lord never we're talking believe that you all should be this council's boots on the ground as a whole i think we need to work in concert to gather the information and make our determinations from there so unless anyone opposes i think that i'm sorry i can't i can't put these nuts on a writ like i can't do that i i can't do it so If you come up with a different name, that's maybe a little more cooth. Hot DQ. Hot DQ. How about. How
1: about. Cooth?
0: Nuts? Or D-Pooths? D's. I'll give you a hint. D's was not the offensive part of your group's last name. (laughs) D's (laughs) Cooths? we'll go with hot DQ. (laughs) So, and he looks around, is anyone concerned? Do we have a majority? And you see a couple of various leaders kind of do some little grumbling. But you do end up getting eight of the ten, or seven of the nine hands raised. And hot DQ is presented with I closed the page of my book a writ Um, basically stating that you all have been deputized by the council with emergency investigative powers Um, and it basically says that you all are acting upon decision by the nobility of all of the major powers in the land Um, And within reason, any request for resources, space, anything like that should not be rejected out of hand without serious consideration. Um, And he looks at you, he's like, I will give you the option of accepting this, but understand that if you do accept it, you become agents of the council, and we will be following up and debriefing whenever... Events occur.
3: I mean, I suppose the occasional report isn't the worst thing you have ever come across, is it? So hmm. you all accept? Speak for. Uh, on the necessarily speak for everyone. Objections. Uh, None.
1: I'm
0: okay with this. Fine with me. All right. Well, you all have a majority as well. Um, so in that case, and you are presented with the writ, you are all now deputies of the Council of Waterdeep. We'll begin making preparations, and in the morning we will get you all on a ship and heading up to the Sea of Ice to investigate what's going on in the Drakhorn. Um... In the meantime, just so you know what our goals are, we're going to start gathering information on the leadership within the cult um, such that we may be able to drop you in as a strike force to help bring chaos to their ranks by eliminating some of their leadership. We've got a couple of leads, but we do need some additional information before we have anything solid that we can provide you, perhaps by the time you return. Nice. <laughs> they just deputized these nuts. All right, well, the writ has been provided. I think we all have our next steps. Um, does anyone have anything else before we adjourn? No? Okay. Uh, meeting adjourned, and everybody kind of rises at the same time. There's not a whole lot of idle chit chat you get the feeling that these people are all very important and they have to go relay as much of the information that they just gleaned as possible. Um, And you see them kind of split out to different rooms that are kind of lining this um, council chamber that you all just met in. In each room you see a larger delegation from each of these factions. So you see a handful of nobles from Neverwinter. You see a handful of nobles from Baldur's Gate. You see a handful of Emerald Enclave people. A handful of Harper's leadership um, in each of these various rooms with the leader who comes in and kind of debriefs them on it and they begin chatting.
3: And they look I, out the deep nuts.
0: Yeah, they deputized these nuts. So, does anybody have anything they want to do with their last night in Waterdeep? Uh,
3: I guess... Uh, maybe... uh you of this massive all that we uh, grabbed from the yeah project up to maybe here
0: and so yeah we've got we've got the treasure in the discord chat i think we are coming up on time so i think our best bet is going to be um you know split up the treasure as you will and you all figure it out you all if you want to do any shopping for anything in particular, um, you can let me know what it is you're looking for. And based on what it is and how rare of an item it is, it may be something that is already in stock at a store in Waterdeep or something that you can request resources from one of the factions of the council to go investigate and bring to you and you can finance that retrieval mission so that maybe... If it's not here now, you can have it by the next time you return to Waterdeep, if that makes sense. So we're about to have a Waterdeep Black Friday sale? Um, well, no, because they're not going to drop their prices. It's more going to be like Donald Trump went to a strip club. I think y'all are about to do that to Waterdeep. Just make it rain all over everybody. But it ain't
3: gonna be cheap. That's okay. Um got some gas we can push around, so um. yeah.
0: Alright, I'll go ahead and stop the recording.